that he has done for us back. Thank you for bringing us onto the end of the first quarter of the year 2022. Yes, and it has more than enough reason for us to be thankful. And it has more than enough reason for us to be grateful to God. So before we start the sermon, let's just thank God for the fact that we are here today, living, living, for the fact that we are not sick, we are not in the hospital, we are not in the prison, we are not in the mortuary. There is no part of our body that is not functioning. There is, no, there is nothing wrong with us. We are just living our lives as we as contained that is in that is itself is a blessing. Yes, you may not be where you want to be. Yes, you may feel like I'm that things will what you want. But don't take time to thank God for what you have right now. Because there are a lot of people that wish to be in your position. A lot of people that wish to have what you what you desire, like, what you have now. Just thank you. Just thank you. Just thank you for your achievements that we have done for you. For the things that he has been out for me, for the things that he has been out for me, just thank you. Just thank you. You are in living prayer. You are in one that I am. You may not say that, but there are very many people who should be with the person that you are right now. There are very, very many people who desire what you have. Just thank you. Just praise him. Just praise him. Just praise him. For the fact I accept the affection of us. Hallelujah. So we thank God once again for this is the okay? So we thank God once again for allowing us to see the month of April in the year 2022. And it's rather interesting because the way it is going now, it's like time is just flying and you don't want it for anybody. Unless you are moving at this pace, you can get lost behind. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, the um, topic for today is making your life count. And it's not a teaching, it's just an exhortation unto us. Hallelujah. So, many of us went to cross over service on the 31st of December. We were in different churches, praying to God, thanking God for how 2021 went. Then from there, we asked God that we want. 2022 to be, some of us would have made some plans, some resolutions, some strategies. Some of us received visions and instructions for the year, for the year 2022. And many of us now, now that this time has come, I'm sure many of us will be thinking that okay, I wasn't able to get this much. I wasn't able to get this um, to achieve so much. And because of that, you may start thinking to yourself that you are worthless or you are not doing anything productive. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Is there any reason to fall into that shoe? I mean, into that, um, into that state. But this, is not, but this is not the time to even talk about that one. Praise God. So, I just want to advise us, if you are feeling, if you are feeling like that, just try to look back at the little things that you are able to achieve within the, within the span of three months. I'm pretty sure you have done something tangible. Hallelujah. But if you still think that there is a lot for you to do, then if you continue to pick yourself up, you will likely not do it. You just you don't have to stand up and take action. You have to look for the things that prevented you from achieving those goals and work towards it. Hallelujah. Well, that is that on. Let us go to the topic now. Making your life count. Praise God. Um, I should say, please, can you look for the verse that says, For the man did think it in his heart, so is he. Okay, so, all of us, we have an identity that has been conceived in our subconscious. Praise God. There is a certain image of ourselves that we have crafted in our minds that forms the way we behave our pattern of lifestyle and our conduct. Our habits, our actions, our words, they are a reflection of that identity that you have crafted in yourself. And it is from that identity that you have your worldview. It's from that identity that, you, that there is a certain way which, which you see the world and which you view other people as well. Praise God. For example, all of us, we call ourselves Christians, call ourselves the sons of God, sons and daughters of God, right? So, anybody who sees himself as that, as that kind of person will be behaving as a normal child of God. Hallelujah. And one of the things that comes with that identity is believing that we have the life of God infused in us and from that life we are able to, to partake in the divine. And that life, we are able to talk to God, to interact with God, to experience His dimensions, and to also pray with Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's because you see yourself as a child of God, that is why you take time to study the Word. That is why you take time to pray. That also take time to fast. Praise God. But if you didn't, if you didn't really, really have that idea, you will not really, really do all those things as well. Praise Jesus. So, everybody, everybody on this planet behaves according to the identity that they've constructed in their, in their heads, whether it is true or false. And so, the way they live their lifestyle is based on that. Are you getting something? So, I want to break down this thing. Okay, yes. Proverbs 27, for the man, for the thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, say it to be, but his heart is not ready. Okay, let us go to, um, let us divide that first part into A. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, A. For the thinketh in his heart, so is he. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, think about this identity is that it can actually influence the way we live our lives as well. It can guide our lifestyle. 
whether we know it or not. And there's something about this identity that also leads to something called relevance. Relevance. The greatest satisfaction a human being can, can have is when he is living in a way that is in conformity to his so-called identity. Hallelujah. Imagine if you know a playboy, for instance, somebody who likes going after different women, the man either, and he sees himself as somebody that all the men want to. If you should talk to his friend, you will be bragging to uh, the so-called um, trophies that he has acquired as a result of still different people. Hallelujah. Praise God. Or imagine if somebody now is a wealthy business tycoon. Everything I'm talking about is on how he has made money, acquired possessions, how he has owned many businesses, and how he's doing very, very well. Hallelujah. Is it because of the words, because of what he has said in him so that okay, I am this and this, I am I need for time to take for instance, and I have so much money and I am living life. But if he is not living in accordance to that to that identity, he begins to have he begins to have issues with himself. Praise Jesus. That is why one of the most um, one of the biggest insults that can actually come to a person is if he's called a hypocrite. When you are living a life that does not that, that's not your profession. When you are saying you are this, but you are living a different technical. Hallelujah. I believe when Jesus called the promises and describes hypocrites, he really really stunned them. But he was calling them out for what they were because they were claiming to be somebody that they were not. They claimed that they were the child of the Lord. They claimed that they were this kind of people that had access to the mysteries of God. They claimed that they were, they were the second best thing to God. But when once comes to their lives, they realize that they were religious by those who were willing to go into darkness to achieve their aim. Why would someone who calls himself a teacher of the Lord actually make death of somebody? Why would it be, only be that it will cause many people to kill someone? Hallelujah. Praise God. So, if we are saying that our identities influence our world, then we really have no right to judge unbelievers. Praise God. Because they are living by a, like by a way of life that is different to our own. And if we should try to tell that, okay, brother, what you are doing is not right. The first thing that I'm going to do is that I'm going to be defensive. Hallelujah. Because they sit at the point of personal attack against the identity. So they will resist it. It's only when they come into the light that, okay, this thing is actually wrong. And that kind of light, it can only come from the spirit of God. When they see it, that is when they will begin to see reason with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. And also, when also when um when they also see us do our thing when they see us speaking tongues when they see us read the bible when they see us do all those things they just be like ah, what is wrong with this person why is it doing like this maybe it's just support maybe it's just to go to church hallelujah i remember one time a friend of a, a friend and i were just talking and somebody just came to us so my friend said that she's going to there was one program that was going on in you. I want to watch program, but I didn't attend. My friend just said that she was going to that program. 
Then the other guy said, ah, ah, why are you going to this at this time? He said that she wants to worship God. After that, for this one, for how many hours? He did not understand. And he can't understand because of the identity that is in him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I'm saying once again, when you are seeing people that are doing things that are not normal to you, you don't really have the right to judge them. Because as the Bible says in the book of Judges, every man does what is right in his sight. So unless you can take away that sight and put in something new, you really can't say that what they are doing is wrong. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Because many times people usually see Christians as very intolerant, very um, exclusive, very pivoted, all those there is all those biblical English that I don't know. I don't I'm not even interested in knowing. But they usually say things that tend to tend to uh, the way they talk is like as though we are just very close minded. Hallelujah. Whereas whereas what they are doing is the same thing. But we are not really really focused on that. Praise God. So everybody, like I've said, wants to become relevant. Everybody is, is seeking after relevance. One way or the other. And they will look to different ways to express that relevance. Praise God. Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. And they said, Go to, go to, let us build us a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make us a name. Let it be scattered abroad upon the face of the earth. If we should go to the preceding verses, we see that um, there, was a, there was a group of people that were coming and they came together. God had already ordained that everyone should spread out to the paper for the world. But then people said that, okay, let us come together in defiance to God's word. And they said that, let us build a tower for ourselves and let us make a name. These people wanted to make a name. They wanted to erect a structure that will outlive their time so that when other people are aware, so that this thing was done after these people. It's the same thing for us. We had that desire to be relevant. We had that desire to be in the center of attention. We had that desire to be where everybody is, where everybody is, so that everyone can be talking about us. That feeling of importance is in everybody. Is in everybody. Praise God. Sister Mary, what? You want to feel important. Abi. That is why we usually seek for approval from other people. Praise Jesus. That is why we seek for approval from other people. And if everyone rejects us, if everyone insults us, we begin to feel like as though we are not important. It's so strong that some people are willing to commit suicide because you don't really, really see themselves as important. Praise Jesus. Jesus. And I discovered that there are three ways by which that, that desire can come. It can come to peer pressure. People in your midst, they are doing they are doing something and you in a and you in a desire to feel among desire to belong, you decide to also join them. When anyone is doing the wrong thing and you are doing the right thing, it, 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 it can feel like I do 
what she are doing, they are doing the So you want to join them. Nobody wants to be unpopular. Most people don't want to be unpopular. Then also you can come through um, this one to leave follow the influential people. To follow the influential people. There is this song now that is, that is playing so that you want to go with the big boys. That kind of thing. Many people want to live that kind of lifestyle that they want to be among those who are with the popular men or and women in different facets of life. Hallelujah. Because you now once they have cloned these people, everyone will be seeing them as important. Praise God. If okay, let us look at ACSA for example. If the ACSA president now she start talking to some people and someone that wanted to have access to him starts saying that starts that you include somebody in particular. We want to go to that other person before we go and meet the ACSA president. Hallelujah. Oh, let us imagine now that I have a Nico Dakota's contacts. Or oh, I have Bill Gates' contacts. I'll be starting like this. Mm. Mm. You don't know me. Check my phone. Check my Look at my contact list. What do you see there? Gates. Oh, yeah. You cannot be doing it anyhow with me. Because I can pay your money. I can just put a call to him right now and you just be knowing that he has bigger than your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Or if one pastor, you just have the transformers contact like this. That pastor's life has changed. It's no longer a small person. Please God. I remember one time someone posted on a title that, that um, a friend of us went to Transformers and he shook his hand. She said that when she when when she heard, that was how she was shaking about that guy and saying he was the Hallelujah. It's just this record relevance, that desire for relevance. But at the end of the day, that relevance is still linked to our identity. That is why many people will look to sex, they look to drugs, they look to alcohol, they look to fighting, they look to sports as well, because they want to get that satisfaction of relevance there. Hallelujah. That's also people want to buy many cars. Have many buildings, have many possessions, live a good life because you want to be the top of the town. You want to be the one that are painting the town red. Hallelujah. It's because of this desire of relevance. And they have conceived that when they get all those things, they will see that satisfaction. But that's not the case, sadly. Because when we look at it, it's just an avenue to sponsor the flesh. It's just coming from a point of selfishness. Praise God. Is this desire for relevance that will cause some people to actually be donating? But they're not donating because they want to help anybody. They're donating because they want to feel good. Is this desire for relevance that will cause some people to fast and pray? Not necessarily because they want to touch heaven or they want to see God in action, but because they want to come me and say that I prayed for 12 hours straight. You look at me, I'm a fasting machine. See my body, I'm fasting. It's because I'm fasting. See, look at this book. Look at this Bible. Look at, look at the way it works. It's because I'm afraid to see. Hallelujah. Praise God. They could not be complaining it. 
praise Jesus. Are you getting something? So that relevance, it comes from pride. It's a desire to be proud at what you are doing. Praise God. So when we don't get it, we become frustrated. We live our lives very, very bad. We complain, we grumble, we want. It's even that desire and that's causing many people to go into different skills. Not necessarily because they receive the word, not necessarily because they want to actually use this thing to fall a passion, but rather because they want to say that, okay, I'm learning a skill. I am among those who are learning something. Are we getting something? That needs to belong. It's very, very difficult to move away from the head. That is why all of us, not all of us, most of us, when we hear a trend, we want to drop, we want to drop on it. When we hear a trend, we want to do it so that we can also be saying it. Or when, we, or when there is a song or a dance that is going on, we want to learn that dance step so that we can, so that, so that when, we, when we just take action, everyone will be like, ah, ah, see this guy, see the way he's moving, see that girl. Hallelujah. So I can be receiving the hands of people. But that is not what Jesus wants for you. Hallelujah. 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 So, for us, that is not the way of relevance. For us, the way of relevance is that we should lose ourselves up to the point that we let God move to us. God's desire is that He uses us to do many, many things. He uses us to bless people. He uses us to, and to challenge people to do better. He uses us to encourage people. And when we start following God, you realize that it's not about you. You realize that the world does not revolve around you. You realize that everything you are doing is so that you can let Him be the center of people. Praise God. I'm beginning to fear that with the amount of revelation we are receiving and with the access that and what what that revelation has brought us to, we are beginning to feel proud and we need to become proud as a result that we are taking away the glory from God and rather collecting that glory. Hallelujah. I'm beginning to fear that because we have learned some things, we are no longer interested in them to revive us. But rather in using them to fill our own desires. And that is so true of the flesh working. Praise God. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I'm guessing this is rather unpopular. See, it's okay if you are not considered a normal person. No matter in the sense that you don't follow what any other person is doing. It's okay. In fact, you have rest. You will have peace of mind. I cannot imagine how people will learn this thing. And if you then they will check Instagram, check Facebook, check WhatsApp, to be seeing whatever that person is before they can join them. It's like as though you are stiff to all those things. So the person that's supposed to be relevant actually is stiff. Praise Father. Because it cannot be. We should not let that happen. We should not let that happen. 
It's like this now. Imagine you are imagine there is a head of cattle. And all of them are moving in the same direction. What is propelling them to move? What's pushing them to move? There's always somewhere that is someone is always leaving them. Or there's something they are going to. But now imagine if that head are actually the man beings. And where they are going is the pathway to death. Where they are going is the road that leads to death. And you know this. But, you, but because you want to heal them more, you join them in it as well. It's not a bit to move it, to drink away. But because you don't want to be seen as SU, because you don't want to be seen as the person that is that is the popular one, because you don't want to be seen as the person that is like the abnormal one, you try to follow them. We need to stop that. We need to stop that desire from working. We need to stop it. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If that desire for relevance that will cause many to erect structures, to erect towers, to find to foundations, to do many, many, many things for to do many, many things for themselves. Is that desire for relevance that will cause somebody to start a world war? But the sad thing about that everything that we are doing now, I just think I just think God. That will come where this earth should be dissolved by fire. So all your events, all your monuments, all your statues, you will not have them again. So what's not the point? That's like chicken. That's like chasing after the wind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's like it's just useless. I know I want to be worldly. I want to be worldly. But if I if I have desire without glorifying God, just reach like I said that I'm a worldly person. A time will come where all the cars that that I manage all the houses that I manage to build will become useless. Because when I die, will I be using them? No. Exactly. And even after my death, a time will still come that you have to get straight. So if I should meet Jesus and he should trust me. And I, just, and, I, and I start to say that, okay, I put many cars, I put many things. Jesus just tell me that, where are they? Where are they? I can't see them. Why? Because the world has been destroyed. So there's no evidence of them again. Hallelujah. So, all these great men, eventually, that will come, that will be like the snake that just moved on, on a rock. And there is no trace of that serpent. How sad. So what are we chasing after? Hallelujah. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 2. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. If you then be risen in Christ, can we say the next uh, phrase? Take those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on things of the earth. Your focus should be on eternity. Your focus should be that everything you are doing should not be bearing on eternity. Hallelujah. Your desire should be that your efforts, everything that you are trying to accomplish, 
should have a bearing upon eternity. And how do we do that? Eternity doesn't consist in having possessions, doesn't consist in having items, doesn't consist in posting about following trends or going to clubs or different things. But rather, eternity consists in souls. Hallelujah. Everything that we are doing now, it will extend to the next generation. And after they have after they've been born and they come, after they received everything that we are doing now, it also goes on to the next generation and on to the next generation and on to the next generation. So your own mindset should be that whatever you are doing now, you should be able to benefit the rest I mean, the many people that are not born. Praise God. Because God will stop working with this generation. After he is born with this one, he will take that generation and this generation. And from there, the kingdom of God continues to advance. But now, God has a plan for us that includes his kingdom. So what you should do, you should stick to that plan. Because that is what God is going to use for the next generation. That is what he is going to use to build up the next generation. They will give them the knowledge and the mindset required to carry it on. Sister Jimmy, praise God. So we cannot be distracted. I see all those things as distractions. Frankly, I see them as distractions. Hallelujah. But now, now that we are here, everything that we are doing is supposed to bless people. Supposed to bless people. I heard something that the study showed that even the most introverted of us, even the most quiet of us, that is a day will end up influencing 10,000 people in their lifetime. In their lifetime, they will end up influencing 10,000 people. So, that is that as you are working now, as you do your daily activities, you have, you have the, the possibility that somebody is watching you, somebody is observing you, and if they see that your lifestyle is very good, they want to imitate you. Praise God. They want to be like you. They want to adopt some of the things that you are doing. There are many people that are watching also. You may not know. Maybe like they are not being quiet. They are being, they are being you, you come to church. Then after service, instead of service, you run away. But people are still watching. People are still observing for different tricks and different habits. And it's on those habits that are willing to see whether what you are actually something. People are watching you, change. So you cannot so you cannot afford to be living anyhow. Praise God. When we get to heaven, when we get to heaven, there will be many witnesses for us and also against us. How? It's like I can imagine a television screen that is there. They will start seeing how we live their lives. They may be called with Maybe just to call to the pool, then maybe they will come and they will say that this person he did this to me. And because he did this to me, I was able to receive sense. This person fertilized to me. And because he fertilized to me, I was able to become somebody tangible. Hallelujah. It was somebody that spoke to or somebody that spoke to me. Someone that spoke to Bacon. Someone that made us Someone who labored upon us that made us get to where we are. And that has already been crafted into their, into their rewards. When they get to heaven, I 
at least I know I will look flesh for some people. That these are the ones that made me look smart and perform. Can I be said of you as well? Hallelujah. Is there anybody you are blessing now? We want to receive. We want to receive. We want to receive. Why don't you give what we have? That is what God wants. A life worth living is a life that is selfless. A life that is sacrificial. We need to give out. We need to bless. We need to love. We need to comfort. We need to help. That very man she has seeking. That domination, that dominion that you are after, it can't come by being selfish. There is a void in God. I mean, there's a void in us that is too big for all those things to be to fill it. Is it the money? Is it the possessions? Is it the good men that all of us are chasing this number? Is it the joy, so-called joy, of engaging in double relationships? A bit of dating. Is it the joy of being of, of, of being the clique and being the leader? No. They are too small. They are too small, they are too temporal. Hallelujah. People, people in the last century, they, they, they had all the desires, but where are they now? Hallelujah, where are they now? Now we don't know most of them. That is sad, we don't know most of them. For some of them, the way they did their lives was just... Hallelujah. And God has done it that the gifts that He has given you, the abilities and talents that you have, they're not to bless yourself, but rather to bless people. They're not for yourself, but rather to bless people. So, ask yourself, what do I have? What is that God has given you? What has God given you to bless somebody? What has God given you to bless somebody? Are you even using it to but you are just receiving for yourself? Praise God. Praise God. Someone said something. He said that he traveled to a place and he went to the cemetery. He went to the cemetery. He looked at the top the tombstones and he saw the years. He saw the years that some people spent for some six months, some one day, some different days, some a very, very long time. And the only three told him something said that this person did not live. And the person that said that to spent a very long time living. He said this person did not live. And the person there they were shocked. They were like, ah, after I said the person did not live, they live for, for this long time now. So what's the point? And the only thing told him that he didn't choose his ability. He didn't use his gifts to bless people. So his life was a waste. Hallelujah. His life was a waste. And he said that the greatest of bank, basically, is the grave. The greatest bank is the grave. Because in the grave that you have many books that were not written, many songs that were not sung, many plays that were not acted, many inventions that did not come. Because all those people were just focused on chasing after their own pleasures, their own desires. Hallelujah. Using you to do some, some 
j'ai eu du blé sur Alléluia. When you are more focused on yourself, when you are more focused on receiving, not on giving, then God will see you. God will see you as someone that is not worth living. Hallelujah. Right? Are you following? So, this is just the word for us. That everything that we have, we are to use them to bless people. Use them to comfort people. So when someone needs us, when someone needs our help, we are not just we will we, we, we better assistance in any way that we can. When we see that something is wrong, and we know we can actually do something, we will speak up and we will capture. So that is why we are here. A lot of things are going on with the world right now. And the, and, and the world needs Christians to take action. But when Christians are being passive, when Christians are being judgmental, when Christians are being focused on their own passions and pleasures, now there's many Christians, I'm not that many Christians even pray for their country. I'm not that many Christians even pray for their friends and their family. I'm not that many Christians even pray for what is good on the world. But rather they're more interested in their needs, in their passions, in their desires. Many Christians are be like, God, I want you to get me this car so I can to show up. God, I want you to, I want to make this money so I can test that I that I have money, that since you, you don't know who I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the life worth living. That is the life that counts. The life that is able to make impact upon generations to come. So just take to what God has placed you. Praise God. Like I've said, this is an exhortation, so I'm not really, really going to talk much, but I believe the essence of the message has been given up to us. And I want to ask us, does anyone have any questions to ask? Please God, is there any questions that one of, anyone of us would like to ask? You have a question? What are you doing like this? You are counting. Okay, if there's a vanilla sweat to our feet. Let us pray that God should uh, remove this mindset of selfishness from our hearts. That God should remove this selfishness from us. That is not to bless, it is not to come back to that which is eternal. Now, important that these distractions that keep on coming to us, they are taking away. They are taking away. They are taking away. It is because you are selfish. That is why you will not do. That is why you will not want to help people. Even if it is not convenient. Look at what Jesus said. Look at what Jesus said about the French that needed the help. He said that somebody. That, that's how he said that someone came to him, a friend in the midnight asking for something. And the guy was trying to, to report the to report the to, to report the plea. But because he was a friend, because he was a friend, because he was a friend, he opened the door and he allowed him to eat. He allowed him to eat. How many of us can be like that? That when they, that, that when someone comes to us at an inconvenient period, we are willing to help others. 
at the period when you are with one that you have, not to do something, but to stick to you. You don't have food. Or somebody says, a pastor, I'm going to sleep now. What can you, what can you do for me? But you are saying that, get out of, get out of my face. I don't have food. I don't have food for you. God will bless you. God will help you. Now, now we say God will bless you. Hallelujah. You are not willing to give what you have. If you be another person, that guy will not want. That guy will not do it. But he goes to see my friend. Jesus is telling us here now that see anybody as someone who wants to help See anybody as someone who wants to Whether it is convenient for you or Whether you like it or not. That is how many man's comes. Being selfless. Yeah. Look at our many of them. You know many of them because of the fighting opponents. If you did, they are shocked at than what they have now. Abi, they have more money than what they have now. They more comfortable than them than now. But because they for you, if I should, if I should know this, if I should know this start. What's the point? Hallelujah. I'm hoping we are getting the, the important message. So I ask that we meditate on this. It's just for me now, but I have to put on this. Look at Jesus. At Jesus. Though he spent the whole thing finishing to people. And if not the to the boat and his legs. Not that thought I was sleeping and and there was a great stop. So actually I thought that was not a heavy sleeper. People were people were screaming, people were complaining, people were very sad. And they would walk that day, throwing the sheep. But if Baba was sleeping, but like as was dead, like pastor, tell us that we that we pray that we perish. We were very tired. But they still be something. You see, Oh, I was sleeping now. Why are you waking me up? I go and push the diary. When he woke up, I did something. If you are to be a dear young man, I will just bother with the water. I will just bother with the water. So then, like, hey, okay, all of you go and swim. Go and swim. You will not die. Go and swim. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise God. But Jesus, even when it was not convenient for him, he still did something. So let it be that we live our lives creating impact. The person you have asked, the Bible they have studied, the Bible they have studied, the prayer you have prayed, is not for yourself at the end of the day. So for God to do what you want Praise God. So stop thinking of yourself first and think of others. Start thinking of other people. The God of us in Jesus' name. With this, we are drunk. So it's time for Chobuka prayer.
Hallelujah. Let everyone who gives give willingly, not of necessity or of conflict. For God loves a cheerful giver. There is something that you have that you can give. God is said that you should not give by force. It's not just because pastor tells you to give. It's not just give because you are about to suffer. But when I give because you want to. So I want you to ask God, God, what have you, what are you placed in me that I can give to other people? What have you placed in me that I can give to other people? What contribution do you want me to make to society? We are beginning to have this idea that we are entitled to many things, even as a nation. We think that government is all to provide for us. Yes, the government is all to provide for us. But when government is not doing anything, should we now go and allow ourselves to suffer? I'd rather think not. I'd rather think not. We see that the environment is dated. We see that places are dated, but yet we, we, we put a blind eye to it. About the of many things, but we are willing to make a change. We are willing to make a change, we are willing to make a difference. Let us pray. Let's go. What is it that you want me to do in any way of God, in any industry? That you are saying things for me that you can change it. And God has given you to change it. So stop complaining and start taking action. Start taking action. Start taking action. That is how we can advance the kingdom in different ways, in little, little, little things. In Jesus' name, we are praying. God, I pray that you communicate this message to them in a more effective manner in the name of Jesus. But I've tried my best, but only you can speak to them. Only you can speak to them in the way that will in the way that I prepared it. So Lord, I pray that they receive this message all after in the name of Jesus. And I pray that this message doesn't end here for them in the name of Jesus. So in the end that we are able to live life so in fast. Oh Lord, thank you. For in Jesus' name we are praying. Can we bless him from our hearts? Can we pray? 